You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Cupra. Hello and welcome to Line Noise. Uh, as we did last year, we're going to be running through the best electronic music of uh, the Primavera Sound 2023 lineup, uh, according to me and according to Johan Wall. Johan, how are you doing? Good morning, Ben. Uh, lovely to be invited on your award-winning show. Award-winning? It shall be someday. Okay, good, good, good. That, that's the kind of spirit I, I like. Have you got? Have you got picks flowing out of your fingers? And uh... well, our, our tastes are pre- are very much mirrored, except when it comes to. And placebo and ambient and, and and a few old things. Yeah, I'm not recommending placebo. This no, year. no, unless there's some interesting remix by Hudson Mohawk. Uh, I'm sure you'd be on board. Uh, but yes, I mean, I'm everything on the lineup that has an electronic tinge on Primavera, uh, Primavera Sound is worthy of my attention. Uh, I'm very fond of the fact that you've uh, playlisted a song from Hudson Mohawk. I love this song so much. This is like one of my very favorite songs of last year because I've kind of tried to divide things up into, um, okay, classics, new, locals, back-to-back, duos, and weird. And obviously, like, lots of people fit into, like, more than one category, but I just thought rather than, you know, lumping everything mm. to- together or doing it by day, that would be my way to do it. And I kind of put Hudson Hawk in classic. Does he count? I guess he is now. Isn't yeah, he? yeah. He's been going for, like, 20 years or so, so yeah but because he was so forward ahead of the curve with his uh, early productions uh, on warp and all of a sudden he gets absorbed by a lot of the you know hip-hop art obviously kanye west on yeezus and and adding him to his good music roster you know all of a sudden he introduced him to to american uh, trap and hip-hop artists who wanted to sound a bit more futuristic so he's been co-opted by the right kind of people but he still makes really interesting stuff. It's a shame. What's happening with tonight? The 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 side project he had didn't, with Loonies. They released uh, something not so long ago, didn't I they? I think they're they're still going. But I think at the same time, like they're they're kind of working on their own their own stuff, basically. Like I mean, if they if they were doing tonight all the time, then mm. we wouldn't have Hudson Mohawk at Primavera. Yeah, I reckon. And I bet he's like making a nice little side hustle from his memification of uh, <sighs> that Seabat track, which was <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Just to give listeners a, a, a bit of context, this uh, Reddit user asked people uh, what music they made love to, and he he listed Seabat uh, <laughs> by Hudson Mohawk and that his girlfriend dumped him because he insisted on playing that as their love-making music. Uh, it's not a choice, but, you know. <laughs> it's not what I'd go for, let me put it. It's quite an obtuse track, isn't it? It is. Uh, I know, think it's... if I remember rightly, his girlfriend like went along with it for a bit, and then after a bit, she's like... It's like, can't... what's wrong with you, man? You know, this is just too wonky, too weird. I mean, I personally, I'm a bit more basic. You know, I always use, go to Sade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's a little bit too obvious. <laughs> Sometimes I've played it too early, and they're like, hey, 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 what are you, hey, 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 what we, are you suggesting? We haven't even had, had a cup of coffee yet. You know, what the, the hell are you going to do? <laughs> I, I have a challenge for you, then. What? Of all the, the various bands we're going to be recommending, the artists we're going to be recommending, yes. which one... You'd have to say now. You'd have to say now. Which one would you would you <laughs> play to get play? in the mood? Exactly. Exactly. Oh God! Uh, of this playlist of of artists performing at Primera Thumb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess Velmondo because it's kind of loopy and circular <laughs> and and quite trancey, you know, and it's chilled out in a way. So I guess yeah, that would be okay. I want to get a divorce uh, <laughs> notification if I played that too often to get in the mood but I really like the way Hudson Mohawk kind of went went for it with with that sort of um, you know his song becoming memeified he was like I can't remember what he did but he was like oh actually I prefer this new one off my latest album and I reckon he'll play that song don't you he has to I mean it's got about it's now it, you know the, the song before the memeization had about 300,000 views on YouTube which is very very good for an underground uh, obtuse kind of electronic production but since the memeification it's got 4.1 million views on whoa, YouTube. Whoa. 4.1 million. I mean, you know, that's certainly I don't know what they pay for what YouTube pays for 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 streams and that kind of stuff, but I mean, 4.1 million surely mm, allows you to take your date out for a fancy dinner. 
Well, I was just looking. I was just looking up Seabat, um, and one of the YouTube videos says uh, Hudson Mohawk Seabat Reddit story song. Makes sense. Mm. The other one, another one says Hudson Mohawk Seabat the Thrust song. Because I think that guy on Reddit was talking about the thrust, wasn't he? Like, oh, was it's he? good for oh, thrusting. Oh. I, I seem to remember some kind of like they they shared way too many details uh, about their intimacy. Basically, basically, if he plays that song, that'll be one of those moments when it, when it you know, the moments you'll tell, tell everyone about, which would be a wonderful thing. Imagine if people start taking their clothes off and like, <laughs> like, ah, oh, this like communal orgy breaks out. Hang on, we've had training on this. We've had training on this. That's, that's not cool. I mean, it is cool, but it's like, you're not, not, you're not really meant to. That was so, fu- that was a weird, so we had a, a, a training in the company about, how do we frame this? Uh, it was about many things, but generally, the, about how, I, I feel like I didn't do the I didn't I didn't learn my lesson. Well, one of the things right at the end was because they they have the uh, no KM, um protocol. You yeah, know, what happened if people feel that they're um, if people feel unsafe exactly at the yeah, festival, yeah 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 there are protocols installed to make sure that not only security but uh, Primavera Sound staff uh, will be able to uh, d- d- diffuse and control the situation and make sure that whoever feels in harm's way, uh, feels protected and cared for, right? That was basically it. And they talked about the case of uh, last year, I think it was, there was someone, an attendee at the festival, who decided to take all her clothes off and dance. And she was enjoying herself. But security felt a little bit uh, apprehensive and thought maybe that person needed to be looked out for. And they were asking us, what did we think yeah, about the yeah. case and how to evaluate it as a team? You know, like, what would you do in that scenario? And because uh, apparently that person told a festival staff member to F off. You know, it's like, <laughs> leave me alone. Happy. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm in my moment. You know, I'm lost in uh, in this. Uh, I'm lost in my hedonism, enjoying myself. Uh, and it's like, yes, but, you know, you could, you're barefoot, you could get a cut on your, it's like, well, there's not really any glass being sold at the festival. But yeah, you could get a cut from, but I don't know. Uh, but also, you know, uh, you might be mm, courting, not courting, sorry, uh, you you might get some unwanted attention, yes, shall we say, yeah. right? So it was a, an, an interesting discussion of what you would do if you're standing next to the person. Do you just let them have uh, fun, you know, they're in their, you know. You go to a festival to be free and enjoy it and and have fun listening to Hatsumoko. So anyway, so uh, all of a sudden someone asked, well, what if all of us started taking off our clothes? Would that be a bad thing? No, that would be a wonderful communal experience, wouldn't it? Although I think they said, if I'm not wrong, that public nudity is illegal in Spain apart from in certain places, I think. So there's an interesting case. You can be nude. You can go nude at the beach in Barceloneta. Yeah, and there are like there's an official nudist beach, like recognized by the uh, town hall as that's the nudist beach in Barceloneta. But if you go to any of the beaches along Barcelona City's, you know, Barceloneta beach, there are nudists all over. Like especially you know people of a certain age, they just lose their complexion and they they have no kind of. Uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Self-consciousness. So they're like just naked and happy, and no one, no, no, no problem. And it's not illegal. Like a police agent isn't going, officer isn't going to come up and say, "Mate, you're not in the nude area." It's like, ah, you know, do whatever you like. No one's going, no, you know, you're not, unless you're behaving lewd and 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 <laughs> pleasuring yourself in oh, public. Geez. Then, yeah. Uh, how, how how did we get to this? How did we get to this? What well, we're saying, I think Hudson, Mo- Hudson Mohawk is great. And uh, he's he he's gonna be great if he plays Seba, or indeed many of his songs. But don't take off all your clothes, please. Why not? But hang on. So it's illegal at the festival to take off your clothes. Is that what was said? No, but I think it's illegal at most places, technically, apart from like specially designated Judas places. I think that's what okay. So it's almost like the you're not allowed to drink an alcoholic beverage on the street. Unless you cover it up, that, that is that true in Spain? That's true in the United it, States. It, yeah, but. no, no, it was in the States, and it the, it was at the time when they started to illegalize the sale of alcohol in like gasoline stations and like and public places uh, after ten o'clock. It was done as a measure to to stop 
people from drinking and driving, really. So it's like, don't buy, you know, you weren't allowed to yeah. buy alcohol after a certain hour, especially at night in gas stations. That was mainly the main reason, I think. Uh, so how am I tying this into, uh, yeah, if you can, if you have to cover up the beer can, you also have to cover up the body. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Listen, uh, listen. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's ask David. Can we have uh, a little bit of Hudson Mohawk, please? But I just want to go on record saying that you should be allowed to go naked at a festival. <laughs> like a festival is a space for utopian living and hen- and wild out hedonistic abandon. So good. It reminds me so much of Bolus Pupil and Charlotte Digeri, That kind of minimal kind of uh, sort of. 80s a little bit no is this 80s that kind of maybe that sound like but the boom 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 and the ten to ten yeah like everybody dance i don't know uh but yeah that kind of sort of sexy electro that charlotte adigeri and bolus people make well hudson mohawk has his fingers on that sound as well hey talking of the 80s classic electronic acts new order and depeche mode i included them i included them you know because i guess they're bands but they are sort of electronic yeah, well, they're synth pop giants. Now, I was listening to uh, Joanne Pons, who is the comms director for Primavera Sound, communications director. Uh, he went on a on a podcast uh, not so long ago talking about the lineup and stuff and uh, made a point about, and they were asking about why certain bands are not considered for Primavera Sound lineups, like, for instance, Foo Fighters, no, was okay, one of the examples yeah. they gave, right? The The journalists were asking this. Like, why Foo Fighters not? And Depeche Mode, yes, because Depeche Mode, they were arguing, Depeche Mode is also a band that, even though it's a synth-pop giant, or uh, they're known for their synth-pop history, uh, you, they, you know, because of their 90s period, they have been accepted by the rock festival crowd, shall we say, like like big rock festivals. Uh, but, but what Joanne Pons was arguing is like, yes, but... Their sound has always been like ninety-five percent synth or synth pop, just like New Order. New Order is a band that you know they come from a post-punk background with guitars, with bass lines and stuff. But uh, their their synth pop blueprint outweighs their their rockier influence. Well, absolutely. I mean, I, th- I think they're a very Depeche Mode, a really interesting band. You know, because they started out like quite like making this quite wimpy synth pop, you know, like just yeah. can't get enough. Great song, but it's not. And then they went all kind of like gothic and dark and they somehow managed to sell this to like a vast stadium crowd in America and people like that, you know. Yeah. Without giving up all the electronic stuff. And you kind of hear like Detroit techno producers and they're like, yeah, we love Depeche Mode, love that kind of early thing. And you get like Eastern European goths like, yeah, we love Depeche Mode. And it's really like brilliant how they've kind of put it together and i'm really 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 excited to see them because i've never seen them yeah i i did see them at one festival and i wasn't into it as much as i hoped i'd be but now especially considering uh, like how well they've 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 aged shall we say with their sound you know and and, and embracing sort of mature themes in their lyrics but uh it's it's nice to see. It's going to be nice watching, you know, such a large stage as as the one where they've been booked to play. Uh, obviously, um, how how that's going to take form with with all their career behind their backs. And I love the the fact, you know, we've mentioned this how New Order, Depeche Mode, and Pet Shop Boys make sense editorially and as as this year's headliners. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, what what a trio. Basically, it was funny as, as soon as I hadn't really thought about it. And then as soon as they announced New Order, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's mm. like the big three, basically. Yeah. Have you seen New Order live? Yes. So good. So, so good, right? And I even saw them when everyone else said it wasn't such a good gig. It was the first time, one of their first comeback re- reunions that they did at Primavera Sound as well uh, many years ago. It was uh, right when they released uh, Waiting for the Sirens Call. Yeah, that was their return after a, one of those indefinite hiatus that they kept going on because Hookie and Bernie were at it. Arguing about crisps. <laughs> oh, but I really, yeah, it's such a shame that Hookie won't be playing. I was saying to you before that I've seen them with Hookie and without Gillian, and I've seen them with Gillian and without Hookie, and I'd just love to see, you know, the, the, the core four. Yeah. But they're really electronic when they play, actually, a lot more. Like, they kind of really, like, stretch out the songs and have big, big um, drum machines and really, really, really impressive. I saw them at Sonar, actually, where they worked really well. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. 
I remember I missed out on that that sauna performance. But yeah, you want to? What do you want to? Oh, I've, I noticed that for the patch mode, you've chosen uh, a remix. Well, yeah, because uh, so uh, I've got a big, big, big long list of all of these songs that I'll that I'll make available of all the kind of you know like classic people that that um, I, I want to talk about. Um, but obviously we, we we can't play them all. But yeah, the Depeche Mode one I chose uh, is uh, the uh, pump uh, pump mix. What a name of uh, Personal Jesus, which uh, kind of is just a bit more electronicy and weird and, and a really. Well, it's because really I was going to say I really like uh, all of the remix work that they put out. They're they're one of the bands that have always go out of their way to make sure that they have a good <coughs> list of of contemporary electronic producers remixing their latest output. And uh, remember when they were releasing lots of compilations and their greatest hits yeah, yeah. and stuff, and then the companion pieces, there was that one remix album that was just, it had so many good tracks on, you know, club ready or just to phase out to uh, good stuff. David, my dear, let's play Depeche Mode's Personal Jesus Pump Mix. See what I mean? Subtle electronic tweak. Yeah. Uh, really, really good. I, I just think, I, I kind of forgot talking about pioneers and legends DJ Playero yes I mean he's he's almost becoming like the remember how Sonar would bring Jeff Mills year after year yeah. it's like look he's just a resident DJ for so many reasons you know he's like a godfather of techno etc etc it's like we can't hold our annual celebration of vanguard electronic music and not have Jeff Mills come with whatever is going on in his head at the time uh, well DJ Playero ha- is obviously the the founding father of reggaeton uh, uh if if you hadn't heard this already he would he would turn his living room in puerto rico into a recording studio and he'd have lines out the door of his up his 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 house of all these like uh reggaeton rappers and singers queuing up to have their demo to have their moments some hadn't even rapped a bar in their life but they were like oh let's let's give this a chance see see what happens and he would welcome everyone in. It doesn't matter if you were like an experienced uh, MC or or a newcomer. He'd like come in, come in. Let's play. Let's 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 figure out what what your strengths and talents are. And uh, obviously, he's he's come. When Primavera first booked him a few years ago, it was like reggaeton was exploding. It was becoming an, an uh, a genre to reckon with. Not only because it's become the mainstream pop sound from now, it's like, no, this this thing has proper underground roots and we have to um, give this some context within Primavera Sound. So obviously every time Playero comes, it's just pure fire. It's, it's a hell of a party. He's uh, kind of bridging the gap between his generation and the younger generations who are just totally understanding what reggaeton is all about. Uh, they don't understand a party without that sound. So that's going to be... That that's a guaranteed fun moment to witness. And talking of which, basically, there's also there's a dubstep pioneer, one of the original dubstep people in Marla, who I'm really looking forward to. I get I don't listen to much dubstep, but if I do, I'd kind of like to listen. You know, he's a legend, like right back from one of the first people to do it. Um, and there's a uh, drum and bass pioneer in DJ Storm, which is which is just fantastic. You fan of Chemistry and Storm? Oh, those ones. Okay, okay. No, I, I wasn't, you know, I, I'm very behind on my drum and bass homework. I used to listen to them a like, lot. I saw them DJ a few times back in the 90s, and they were, you know, two, two women who DJ together were very close with Goldie, helped set up Metalheads, mm-hmm. didn't actually release much music themselves, but were like absolute, absolute pioneers. Um, sadly, one of, one, one of them died, but DJ Storm is, is just like brilliant just continuing doing and like a, a legend of drum and bass and again like if you if you see Playero, Mala and DJ Storm it's like yeah. well here's there's three of the most important forms of like you know dance music as it were you've seen three of the pioneers and you're doing very well indeed it's great because Primavera Sound is attracting a new generation of younger people who 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 probably a lot of whom probably dream of uh, having a career in music if you're like a young DJ or you want to figure out like what your style is or what, or what you know, what to DJ, how to DJ, and you're in love with electronic music and all its possibilities. What a great what a great festival to attend in that sense. You're seeing some of the pioneers of all these genres. You're going to get to see them live in a perfect setting. And all of a sudden, well, then, you know, you go home and all of a sudden it's like, wow, what? what how can I take this even further? It's a great opportunity. Um, and, but obviously we're looking at the, the biggest legend of Primera Sound, uh, DJ Coco. 
Yes. I was. I, do you know what I was thinking the other day? That last year he started his set with Running Up the Hill? Was yes, that the first song? Kate Bush, yeah, he started with a remix of... No, I think it was a, the original track. It wasn't even Yeah, I think it was the original... Well, yeah. Uh, and I was trying to think, okay, obviously it's three, four weeks away, three weeks away. But what, like, can you think of a song he might start with? A song that's, that has that sort of like Running Up the Hill vibe? The song that would be like, ah, oh, of course... Because I, I remember when he played it, it's like, of course he's playing this. But like, I didn't mm. think of it before, which is like the, uh, the very much the art of a good DJ. It's like, yeah. yeah. Who's, who's, who's? Cause he's Because the good thing about Coco is like, he's he's a great party starter and, and he relies a lot on pop hits. Uh, he's, you know, I, I consider him more of a pop DJ, even though he's a very good electronic uh, DJ. He doesn't really sort of just play business uh, or, or, or extended. No, there's no, there's no business there. No, he's like, he's, you know, he's, he's got a pop dynamic in his DJing. So I'm trying to, you know, like last year he finished with As It Was by Harry Styles. It went in really well. He played Katy Perry's Firework. You know, it works really well. I don't know, like, what, but but he always manages to get like a zeitgeisty song of the moment. Yeah. So what will it be? What is the song right now? You move. Uh. I mean, well, I, I guess that's why he gets paid the big money he's going to take the, that that big 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 decision you know well also i think it's, it's probably sad saying it's, he's different if you see him at like the apollo on a on a you yeah. know, regular saturday uh he he does do sort of more dance music but like you yeah. know his last sort of set you know the last primavera sound set is always is always different i'm wondering is he gonna close primavera madrid as well i don't know yeah i, th- I believe he will i believe he will because you know that's the way of exporting a primavera sound tradition uh, to such an important date, which is you know the arrival of Primavera Sound in Madrid, he's actually playing this uh, this weekend, I think it is, or in the in the San Isidro parties in Madrid. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, the, the Primavera Sound has been hosting some uh, warm up events for the fest before the festival, and uh, uh, they've been so far they've been hosting a few like um, small gigs in markets, like markets where you go and buy food. Uh, in in Madrid, and uh, now for the the San Isidro parties, which are the great festivities of Madrid center, uh, Madrid capital. There's a you know there's hundreds there's there's loads of concerts and events hosted by the city hall and the Comunidad de Madrid, but Primavera Sound is going to be hosting on the mo- next Monday the fifteenth actually, it's gonna, it's right around the corner. Uh, uh, this won't be out by then, <laughs> I don't think. Oh, this that. particular episode. But uh, okay, sorry. Uh, if you could get back in that time machine, in the time machine, maybe, uh, maybe we'll release it early. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You'll see. But uh, DJ Coco performs with uh, Soto Asa, who's like one of the sort of figureheads of the Spanish tra- uh, trap movement. Uh, Cariño, who are, who will do a very gorgeous uh, naive indie pop, and uh, Amore, who I do not have. Uh, I've never listened to. I need to get up on my do my homework on Amore. Seems like the San Isidro from um, celebrations have been going for ages, no? Well, it's uh, yeah, it's they kind of extend. If Madrid is just extending every party they can, usually it used to be the first of the first weekend of uh, May, I guess it was when it would happen, and now it's like no, let's just make it a two week party because. Uh, after the pandemic. Uh, right, exactly. That's their excuse. It's like, oh, we've just been through a pandemic. It's like, yeah, the pandemic has long been gone. It's like, doesn't matter. People want to party. People want to go out for cañas. Let's just give them the party. Hey, talking of partying, um, the day after Primavera Sound officially finishes, there's Brunch Electronic, which um, last year I remember being far too tired to go to. Yeah. Plus, uh, we weren't kind of allowed as, work, as staff members because, remember, there was a whole oh, thing man. about the... like So... Listener, dear listener, we're so we're so loyal to you, uh, customers of Primavera Sound, ticket holders, that we refrain, abstain from going to gigs so that you can get a chance to go into the ones in the city in venues with limited capacity. But it's also a direct order from our bosses. <laughs> it's like, stay <laughs> exactly. away. Do but, not um, use your worker pass to go and enjoy a concert because we want ticket, you know, people who've paid tickets to have a chance to see these gigs. Which is more than fair enough. Which is very fair. But apparently Brunch Electronic, there was a kerfuffle with this. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but, I, I'm too knackered anyway to go on a Sunday to... Although I would like to see Diplo. Yes. I mean, the, the Brunch in the Park this year has got a very solid lineup. Uh, we've got Diplo... Camel Fat, I love the name, Camel Fat with a PH, uh, Purple Disco Machine, 
which is uh, always a guaranteed party of uh, fabulous Italo disco style disco. Uh, ben Bomer, Ben Bomer or Bomer uh, does that kind of epic electronic that you kind of hear at uh, ski resort disco. <laughs> I'm going to call it. You know these kind of boiler room sets where, or these uh, these 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 disco sets that happen at the top of uh, ski resorts uh, where only a very privileged few get to go because it's bloody expensive going skiing, especially in Stad uh, <laughs> or those kind of places. Uh, it's the kind of places that Ben Bomer's electronica fits well. Uh, it's got that kind of epic melodic scope, you know. Uh, you can imagine like while the sun is setting, you know, him coming with his, with his melodic techno beats. But that's going to be a very good uh, way to close the branch electronic. Yeah, very nice. Mm -hmm. um, okay, I want to talk about some new acts. We've, we've played the classics, Brian. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to just play a little bit of this one, David. Uh, Yune Pinku, DC oh. Rot. Yune Pinku. Did she perform at Weekender? Yeah. And, and we I, missed out, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. And ever since then, it was, one, it, it was really, really, really annoying because... We got back from Weekender, and I think it was like literally the day after I discovered her music. I was like, this is fantastic. And I was like, hang on, wasn't she playing? And yes, she was. In fact, she's only she's only playing, as far as I can work out, like uh, Primavera La Ciudad in Barcelona oh. on the 30th of uh, on 30th of May. Oh, but, but um, not on the actual festival grounds? Not as far as I know. Oh. No. Which is a shame. She's great. I really love this song. Kind of like, she's a Malaysian-Irish producer i believe oh which is a which is a great great combination mm -hmm. um and big big talent and um it's actually when the when the bills were announced i was like it's one of the first things i want to see but on the tuesday i'm not sure if it's going to be possible but we'll mm. see we'll see also shoegaze electronica as you well know and definitely agree with me it's going to be the summer of shoegaze electronica and who better yes. than avalon emerson oh so ah so, hang on so clear up the air is Avalon Emerson coming as a DJ or as an artist presenting her latest fabulous record, which is way popular than what you'd expect? I believe she's presenting the the new fabulous uh, and the charm. Yeah, she's presenting that new fabulous record. In fact, yeah, I'm pretty sure because that's like what. Yeah, she's billed with and the charm. That record is so good. Do you like that record? I I do, but I I I'm I'm I want to hear more of her her style of techno. Shall I say? Really? Like, yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, cool. You've made a pop record, which is which has got a very a lot of quirkiness, and it's good. But but I'm more interested in her vision of techno or or dance music. I disagree. I'm more interested right now in in her sort of dream poppy uh, electronic things. But, um, I mean, she's great with techno. She's great. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. But like, just right now, it's kind of what I want to hear. I mean, as as I'm always going on about, you know, my love of shoegazing. That would mm. be amazing. Hey, talking of the weekender. Yes. Did Joy Anonymous play? Yes, they did. And? A lot of fun. Just like their mate, their flatmate, Fred, again. Uh, a lot of fun. And they're on the bill, they asked. They're, they're, yes, they're, yeah, they're yeah. Again, I missed them at the weekender. I kind of I kind of regret that. Oh, that was yeah. a lot of fun. Because they, 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 you know, they rely on a lot of that kind of house music that, house music like the avalanches, you know, where uh, or even like Fred, again, where they'll have like really happy sung po uh, uh, lyrics and choruses. But a little bit of French touchy energy as well. You know, it's euphoric. It's 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 it's, it's neon lit. It's very. It's a lot of fun, and uh, and they're a lovely sort of duo. You know, uh, where one of them is like behind the sort of decks, the other one singing, uh, and, and with this lovely kind of human energy. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, well, the, he's very the, warm. They did a version of uh, Beach Boys' "God Only Knows," and oh. when I heard that, I was like, "Ooh, that's going to be interesting." But actually, really, really works. And you can just imagine, right moment, they drop that. Yeah, you'll, you'll be crying with, yeah. with absolute emotion. Um, and yeah, they are. They are playing. What day are they playing? They're playing. They're playing. Ah, they're playing Ciudad and Ciudad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're playing um, Sunday at Rasmataz. Uh, Sunday the 4th of June again I would love to go but oh yeah well we'll see anyway they're great um, in that kind of style are you a fan of Tisha? yes now play a little bit of Tisha T-S-H-A Tisha so I I feel a little bit bad for Tisha because I she released her debut album not so long ago and uh, it it's kind of gone unnoticed. 
it was noticed at the time and in the week and it got reviewed by everyone who needs to, who you want to be reviewed by and and stuff but uh i thought she'd i don't know I, how does an artist maintain themselves in the conversation longer uh is it all tiktok do you have to have some kind of viral moment can't you just release an album and people just be excited by it all uh, a longer while well i think she gets big by touring and again i think this could be exactly the right moment in fact when she released um her debut album capricorn sun mm. it was when was it exactly um it was i think it was like late summer sort of october last year um and i remember thinking in fact i predicted in a review that this would be big kind of festival stuff i mean imagine this kind of song yeah it does have that sort of like like fred again ish yeah air, slightly yeah. Kind yeah. Of, um and can as much as he captured the public imagination i can imagine really imagine her doing it hmm. if she kind of gets it right i think i really do think she could be one of the breakout hits she certainly has the the the, the capability the capability of doing yeah. it. I, I love this song this is um sister which is about like yeah. um finding out she had a sister she didn't know about oh and she kind of made the song back and you kind of hear like that the really up i don't know it's weird because like you know, it's not like on the song she's like saying, I've got a sister, yada, yada, yada. But you can kind of get that 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 vibe from it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Am, yeah. I, am, I, am I making any sense? Yeah, you are. It's it's almost like the music you would put in a scene in a movie where, you know, she's riding the subway to meet her sister on yeah, the other side yeah, of yeah. town or whatever, or, or at the airport. And uh, yeah. And um, Jada G as well, who has got a new album um, coming out, which is really, really mm. good. It's um, it, it's kind of weird. It's, it's sort of she does her sort of uh, house stuff, mm -hmm. you know, like like kind of sounds a bit a bit sort of Tisha, a bit house, a bit disco. Mm -hmm. uh, but the album, which is out June the 9th, mm -hmm. so really round about Primavera sound. If you just like a loads of recording of her dad, and like her dad talking about his like his his incredible upbringing, like he he. Uh, joined the Marines and he went to Vietnam and he had all these kind of and basically when when he died she discovered all these like recordings of him you know talking about about these various things like I think I might be wrong but I think he talks about for example going off to Vietnam and his wife divorcing him when you're there and like, oh man oh wow um, and God, it's not depressing already being in some trench and being attacked <sighs> from underground um, and what she's done is basically he has she's using these recordings and then she writes a song about it as well so it's like a song inspired by the actual recording you're listening to which is like really interesting to do yeah. particularly like in like big mainstream house album yeah. you know because it's all like you know kind of like you know house beats and kind of disco and that kind of thing and again it really i really hope it does well she's actually jada g's one of those people that's surprisingly big like you don't kind of know if you look up really her, yeah, look if you if you look up her sort of Spotify listens. Yeah. Um like both of us 36 million? That's not bad. Wow. You know, that's um almost 37. That's just fairly fairly impressive. Damn. I think Yeah, 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 yeah. She is surprisingly big and really really good with it. So I'm really I'm sort of backing her to be um Yeah, to, to I think she could do really really well. I saw of her very briefly very briefly when she last played Primavera Sound and it was good I had to go somewhere else to do but I noticed she was DJing and I was like yes that's very good and um, sadly had to had to move on uh, Channel Trez you a fan? Yes I like his quirky style of like uh, Deep House or, or or disco in general he's also <laughs> see I, this, I, I'm still having that thing what, what? they're <laughs> performing at the Primavera Sound I hope they play him uh, they, they he, he plays at sort of midnight or yeah, not too late. Not not too late in the evening. I can't stay out late this year. Uh, I, yeah, I, I I tend to DJ lots of Channel Trez uh, remixes or or tracks of his. Still a very good vibe. Because rapping and house music just works, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, like hip house, so yeah. good. Yeah. Do you have a particular song of his that works, or is it just sort of? Well, he's got like there's one that where which is a Polo and Pan remix. Uh, it's got this kind of chilled kind of um vibe to it like a bit darker toned i can't remember the name of the song i keep using uh, i can't remember nah i'm terrible with uh, with song titles ben ever yeah, since i don't buy too. cds it's yeah. like yeah the one that has that bom, 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 bom. i've got it in a play the one on that playlist you know no, got, exactly. yeah, no, no exactly what you mean but mm. he's going to be great i think he could be um 
as I said, like, I've got a real soft spot for Hip House, and I don't know why more people don't yeah. do it. Also, um, I've included these in electronic. I guess they are, but Jockstrap when I made one of my albums of last year. I'm really looking forward to seeing them. You fan? But the, I I thought it was a little bit overrated. The the debut oh, album. Oh my god, I disagree. Why? Yes. Why? I I don't know. I just didn't feel it. I thought lo- lots of great ideas, well executed, but it just felt like the kind of uh, story that music magazines sort of clench onto and hope that it catches on. I and I, and I didn't think it was that. It, I got caught off guard by, by how folky it was. No, it was folkier than. But I do think that they're an interesting uh, project, shall we say. Yeah, I, I mean, I do have time for them. I'm not, like, writing them off. I'm just, I just think I Love You, Jennifer B. was a little bit underrated. I could not. I, I, it's underrated. I think it's such a good, such an inventive album, like, doing all these kinds of different things. You never know what you're going to get from them. Um, but I guess we'll, we'll agree to differ. Um, Josie Rebel, who's a brilliant young DJ, um, really looking forward to. And... Naya Archives, talking of like drum and bass, she is just the queen of drum and bass at the moment and she's absolutely killing it. Mm-hmm. So I think, again, she could, I, I think she could really, really blow up things. She's so good. She's yeah. so good. Now, I want to hear a bit of uh, Bayana from Naya Archives uh, to to locate what, what she's sounding like now. David, please, uh, play us some Naya Archives. It's interesting because Gen Z, I think Gen Z is finally the generation that that is understanding drum and bass. You know, it was always so forward. What about Gen X? Come on. Yeah, yeah, Gen X lived it and and was there when it was all happening and popping off, especially in London and stuff. But I and 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 I remember seeing Ronnie Size and his Represent crew, and I and I lost my mind uh, watching that live. Like that was that was a very exciting thing. But I like what Naya Archives is doing here on this track. She's sampling a traditional Brazilian choir, Barbatukes. Uh, and it works really well, this kind of Brazilian-sounding vocal on, on this really sped-up drum and bass. What I love about Naira Arcos, I mean, there are many things, is that she makes some absolute out-and-out bangers, and she also does, like, drum and bass songs about, like, feeling sad and kind of, like, having different yeah. feelings, like, with really, like, gentle pop songs. It's like she really, really does that well. And of course, there's a big history of Brazilian drum and bass, so... Um, that. Oh, is there? Like, yeah, drum bass yeah, yeah, made yeah. in Brazil by producers? Brazil was like the second country in which drum bass took off. Really? Yeah. Um, I, with like DJ Markey and people like that. It's funny because it's true. If you think of like like Europe where electronic music thrives and, you know, you have your the, the, the German techno and the UK bass and, and, and all the affiliates from the surrounding countries. Uh, but drum and bass, I, I still... It just feels like a UK... UK only kind of phenomenon. I didn't know that that even though there you know there are producers from around the world who 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 add to the drum and bass canon, I still think that it's something that is very British. It is, but it's kind of like you find weird outposts of it. Like I think it's I think it's really big in Croatia, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Not really big in Spain, but like I guess something like Narcos could change that. Yes, it never it never really did. I mean, I remember there were lots of DJs trying to host drum and bass parties in Madrid in 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 the late nineties and stuff. And it was like you'd go on a Tuesday, there'd be three people. Oh, that's depressing. It was really, and you know, you'd be in some venue and listening to drum and bass in an empty room and it's cold, uh, cold, and oh. it, you know, on a November rainy day. And it's like, you know what? I'm going home. Naira <laughs> 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 no, will not be like that because yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, locals, locals. I've I've picked out. You talked earlier about Velmondo yeah. as your bedroom music. Yeah, bedroom music. No, I, but it's not bedroom music. I, but I, hang on, I, how can you do that? Particularly when you know him. You know, know. him. Like. Yeah, but he's not singing on it. You know, <laughs> no, that no, would be all the same. Like, but it's because the 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 tone and the mood in the in in the Velmondo productions, especially what he's been doing with John Talabot recently as Mio Clono. It has this kind of trancey, like slow jungle trance. Not jungle as in the genre, like as in being in a jungle deep at night and going into a trance maybe from having licked a toad's back and you start sort of seeing figures coming out of the shadows and stuff. It it can be sexy or it can be dementia, uh, um, uh, nerve, mind, mind boggling. It's quite. I quite like the way that um, a lot of the local acts that are playing have kind of uh, worked with each other. So we've got Velmondo, our now Orbiols, who's worked with John Talibert. Yeah. John Talibert is also playing. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, everyone knows Sean Talbot. He's like the Barcelona ambassador. Yeah, um, for for darker, like darker shaded, uh, deep house. Exactly, uh, the chug. The chug. Yeah, that's what you call it. The, the thing that chug. Yeah, yeah, that nice and moody and tonal chug. I love it. I've got all the time in the world for it. Uh, Siutat. Siutat are a little bit the... Well, one of the members is part of the Mainline Magic Orchestra, which are kind of like the in-house band here at Primavera Sound. But not playing this year? No, but they just played London. Primavera right. Sound oh, hosted yeah, yeah, a party yeah. in London the other uh, last just last week, right the, right before the coronation, <laughs> uh, featuring Georgia, uh, Shame, uh, punk band, post-punk band Shame. And uh, representing Spain was Mainline Magic Orchestra. Well, Mainline are not playing this year, but Ciutat are, and they have become an instant hit among locals here in Barcelona with their brand of 90s-style uh, pop music. Uh, no, a bit 90s house. A bit, 90s they're very, house. very weird, like big sense of humour. I like yeah. them. I like them. Yeah. Like the, the track I've put, I put on the playlist... Um, is called El House de la Ciudad and it, that, at the end it goes all all totally certain 90s they also had this really weird poster campaign around how, around the city which was like basically saying we want to ban this Ciudad gig at the now and I remember seeing that and be like what just one getting that kind of I'm so dense I didn't get that it was actually like them them like, like like boycotting their own gig yeah they're very they're very good with with internet they they're a band of their time hmm and I've also got a, we got a big up Pionel, who's worked a lot with John Talibut, um and who's also Pionel's really kicking off as a as a producer for hire as well. Is he? I didn't know that. Yeah, who's he worked with? Oh, he's working with, well, he's working with um, Dora, who's the daughter of um, uh, uh, the late model uh, Bimba Bosse. Uh, she's she's making her own music career and Pionel's producing her. He's producing some of this uh, experimental flamenco pop that's happening in the wake of Rosalia. Uh, he's, he's very much in demand and, and, and he's, he's got his fingers in many pies. He's also doing a lot of soundtrack work for, uh, for, because a lot of his friends, young friends who are, uh, who are film directors are, are starting to make their first features and stuff and they're hiring him to, to take care of soundtracks. He just did a soundtrack for La Ruta. That's the one. The 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 fictional show based on the Ruta del Bacalao. Ah, right. I, it, that was I it. He made the soundtrack. Right. There, yeah, and it's very good. It's, it's very good, the PL soundtrack. Yes, yes. Ah, right. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's he's having a very good professional moment making, you know, soundtrack work for others as well as Well, not so much. He's not actually releasing many new productions of his own. That I, well, he's pretty that I, busy then if he's got all cool exactly there. and Sammy Axe as well another kind of classic Barcelona uh, uh, DJ DJ obviously uh, part of our part of our staff team but also uh, uh, an incredible disco queen uh, she closed the the the, 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 the the she closed Primavera Sound uh, on the new normal edition the establishment of the new normal lineup uh, her and DJ Rosario, they they closed the, the the set that was usually done by DJ Coco. It was the first year that he stepped out, uh, he stepped down, shall we say, and and let them have that slot, and it was a triumph. Talking of which, that gets us beautifully on to the next thing I want to talk about, which is back to backs, because like it, there's few things I like more than unexpected back to back. You get two different DJs, you stick them together, and you kind of see the magic that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a few of them, like VTSS. With LSD XOXO, mm-hmm. that's going to be big, yeah. Because they have got some like fabulous, fabulous sense of music and twisted filth and and that kind of thing. We're really looking forward to that. Um, and uh, Juliana Huxtable with with uh, Spain's own jazz, that could be really interesting. Okay. Um, and then there's a few people I didn't know actually. Like, have you heard of Oriana and Melina Sarsa? No. Uh, apparently, they're they're both uh, Uruguayan, which is always a good yeah. thing. Um, and um, they basically love looking for like really, really um, hard to find records. And uh, they do the human party, or Ariana does the human party in Barcelona. And yeah, I, I, it, if I see people back to back, like, yeah, I'm going to go and do it. Yeah. You know. Also, and I, I've put this in brackets because it's not happening, just imagine 48 Fred again, Skrillex. That, that, as I said, that that has to happen. I mean, come on, they're on the same night. It's like I can't imagine booking team not offering them 
whatever they ask for is like, can you, you know, you're going to be here. You're, you know, this, you've got all you have to do is bring your pen drives, guys. You, 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 you've done this enough and, and this is the place to do it. I noticed, uh, hang on, going back to the back-to-backs, there's one per day, right? VTSS, B2B I, with LDXO. Not XO. exactly. I think there's about one, two. They're on the, five. I might have missed, I don't think I have. But. What do you mean there's five? Well, I, I've put five back-to-backs in, in, in the list. Juliana Huxball, Jas, Shannon, uh, SB, Joe Koch, Maddie Meyer, Totti, VTS, LSD, LSD, XOXO, and Oriana, Melina Sersa. But when I look at the lineup poster, right, I get like I see back, uh, the, the, the Thursday back to back. It's um, the one I just mentioned, uh, LDXOXO, and where is it? Damn it! Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry. Oh, you're right. You're right. Shannon SP back to back with Joe Koch. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, I thought write... it was like one one per day, one back to back per day. But no, there's the that's not really the rule. <laughs> um, and. All right. So, following on from oh, oh god, we should say we should say we we don't know anything like that. That was pure speculation for Tip Fred against Skrillex. We really, really don't know. We're just manifesting here, but yeah. you know, that's the thing. If it doesn't happen, we're all going to be disappointed by something that no one announced. But I'm, uh, yeah, that's a problem. I'm not. I'm going to go and see VTS back to back with LSDXO as XO. Or maybe they can get us back to back. They can put us on the main stage. Exactly. You know. Um, in, I'd 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 crap my pants. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready for that. I, I would literally. I think I could just about press play, but like anything else, would be like just no. I'd be like, well, you you go and do it. You, you, I mean, can you imagine how nervous you would be? It's too much pressure. It's too much pressure. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's it's no no. I like it a bit more chilled. Uh, speaking of chilled, I'm kind of excited about Dark Side. Yeah. I and, thought you were going to go for that for your bedroom music, actually. Yeah, that, true. Dark Side as well. That works very well. But I have I went back and listened uh, recently, just recently, to Spiral. And uh, what's the other album that they made in uh, 10 years later? Uh, Psychic. No, they did Psychic in 2013 and Spiral in 2021. And I have to say, I was... Like, I, I love Ambient and, and, I, and I love Ambient that... Functions as background music and allows you to concentrate on whatever you're you're doing as a task at that moment. But I was amazed at how anodyne it is. Oh, I disagree. I think Spiral is a wonderful album, more kind of like dark and weird. And yeah. and, and um, I so I was at Primavera LA and they were playing there, and I didn't see them because someone else was on. And I really regretted it because people said they were fantastic, and a lot of people are really excited about seeing mm. Dark Side as well. I do, I do want to see them, but I'm, I just sort of want, well, yeah, obviously, you know, you're not there for like big pop hooks, you're there for something else, and, uh, and, and, and they did, I did remember seeing a glimpse of them the last, another time they played Primavera, maybe it was in 2016, I'm thinking, or in 2004, I can't remember, but uh, I remember it was like nice and dark and moody and, uh, can I offer you an alternative then? Yeah. Voices from the Lake, Donato Dozzi and uh, Neil. Who are they? Uh, I, well, I've heard Donato Dozzi, who's an Italian producer, does like, lots of different things, really, really talented. But I only probably heard of him, uh, of the duo uh, from the Primavera Sound lineup, and really good, really like beautifully lush, ambient music, really impressive. I think you'll like them. Have we got it playlisted? Uh, no, we don't. do. Uh, David. Can we have a little listen to uh, Max by Voices from the Lake? Oh, Voices from the Lake. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. 13 minutes of that just in that song. Yes. Yeah. You see, this is, this is my jam. This is, I like this. I like this very much. Um, just a couple of more duos that I really recommend. Uh, Karen. Mm-hmm. Um, Karen. Uh, who are uh, Blauen and... Uh, what's the other name? Blauen and... Um, God damn it, I've forgotten. Uh, Pariah, of course. And they make thunderous, thunderous, thunderous techno. Okay. Um, and Overmono, who we both enjoy a lot. Obviously. Kind of like industrial, kind of two-step, that kind of thing. I still remember you DJing Overmono and getting very, very excited. It's, yeah. Over, uh, look, uh, both Overmono and Two Shell are, are two of the sort of electronic acts that I'm, I'm really most, they're at the top of my list of, of, of things to watch at Primavera Sound this year. 
plus, they're, they're, you know, I think, will they have released a, uh, a full album by then over mono? I think so. It's coming soon. Yeah. It's coming Certainly soon. people have got uh, copies of it. Uh-huh. And, and Two Shell, you know, I keep saying Ghosts is one of my favorite releases of last year. Their, their really recent EP I didn't uh, get as excited about, but it's still good. It's still good. The Overmono album is out uh, on May the 12th. So I, I one of the things I'm really excited about Two Shell is you never know what you're going to get. Because I did see them last year um, and I, I thought it was quite normal. Like, But then actually, because I, I was quite far back, I can actually see them. But um, like they, they were dressed up in quite a fantastic fashion. And who knows if they were actually DJing live or not. But frankly, who cares? Because I really enjoyed it. I've actually included them in, in my last sort of lineup, which is weird. Like I've got I've got two shows. Because you never know what they're going to do. And I really like that EP, by the way. Hmm. Um, did the you, last one. Are you not a fan of Mummy's Calling? Yeah, that one. That, that's a great track. Um, and I've also included um, in this Jaina Rush, who makes this like really, really intense... Um, experimental kind of footwork and some people called Electric Con uh, Electric Icon, excuse me uh, Electronicon Electron Icon, anyway uh, as you can probably tell from that, I don't quite know who they are but um, apparently they uh, sort of emerged, uh, emerged from like vaporwave things and they're very, very weird and they got someone called George Clanton uh, as, <laughs> as well as the live debut of Cult Icon Windows 96 which just like I don't even know who these people are, but just through the name, yeah. I'm yeah, that, it, it, there's there's some kind of excitement. It's like, oh, this this sounds good. It just sounds good. Who are you going to say? Windows ninety six. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, the name. But unfortunately, our time has has come to an end. That went by quick. It did. It did. So there will be uh, there's a playlist I'll link to where you can listen to all all of these kind of things. Johan, are you excited? I'm so excited. I mean. Ben, you know that I'm going to have to sit out most of Primavera Sound this year. I've got uh, another one on the way, <laughs> another child on the way. Uh, so that that just means that I'm going to have to see what I can before a certain hour. And most of the good electronic stuff happens after midnight. So uh, That's I'm, what happens when you put on Velmondo, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you put on Velmondo, babies are born. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but anyway, uh, I can't believe we're only, what, three weeks away? Oh, geez. Four weeks away? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, well, thank you for inviting me on onto the line noise. Thank you for coming. It was, it was a blast. David, let's play out with just a little bit of uh, Two Shell. Mum is calling. Mum is calling. Would you like to answer? <laughs> 